Hi, and welcome back to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser, and I'm with Brian Baker. Hello, Jess. Who is eating jelly beans right now, so he can't talk. Get your water. Rush, wash it down. And now I'm ready. Good. <laughs> you lost it all over. So, no, you're fine. So I did a poll the other day on YouTube. I oh, <laughs> like a... <laughs> what? Nothing like I just was trying to figure out where you're, where you're going with this. An online polling. Okay. Of how does everyone's spouse handle your Parkinson's? Yeah, how does Derek handle it? We'll get to that in a minute. So 30% say their spouse ignores it. Mm-hmm. 50% say their spouse talks about it. 20% said their spouse stresses about it. Derrickson uh, talks about it, stresses about it, and ignores it. Bucket. <laughs> All three of them. All three of them. Depends on the kind of mood he's in. He's actually. Um, I think it's just based on like the year. Like in the beginning, he was very much in like, and he still goes to appointments with me now if I want him to. But, like I don't need to because they're pretty much in and no, out. He's got to work because you cut back your hours. So. See, this is the stress. So he stresses about it. But no, so like in the beginning, he was, you know, you know, all in. Let's figure this out. Let's, you know. He's very supportive. Very supportive. And he still is very supportive. Um, but I think, and then he got to a point where he probably stressed about it because I'm not going to be working so is there, the length of time that So they go through, I would assume they would go through phases, just like we kind of go through phases of acceptance and denial and all that stuff. Probably. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about it like that. He's just at the point now where, like, I think I was, I was talking about, because I have, like, you know, with the nonprofit and then the mm-hmm. podcast and then the gym is a big part of, you know, my day and my life. And then, you know, I still have work, but that's part time. So a lot of my conversations were just around Parkinson's in general because of all the things that he was I'm working tired of on. Hearing about it. I think he was getting tired of hearing yeah. about it. And I, and I was like, okay, I'm like, I, I can, I can understand that. But at the same time, I wanted to, you know, I just wanted him to know like all the great things that are going on, just right. like I would with work. But he was like, no, he's like, I totally get it. He's like, but you know, he's like, I know it's there and it's not going away. It's not going away. But then we did get some comments that, you know, if people aren't married, so they're like, I don't have a spouse, so I don't have that, you know, question or situation. And you're single. I am single. So, <laughs> duh. Yeah. Maybe we should have a single show. Yeah. You would Dating to, with Brian. It'd be just me on here by myself. There's people out there. Oh, I'm sure there's people out there, but I mean, you couldn't be on it if there's... No, uh, but I can be like the host, the host of the dating show. The dating game. <gasps> Maybe that's when we can do like a YouTube live. Dating with Parkinson's. I think there's a, another podcast. I think there is too. Like, um, what's her name? Allison. Allison. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's really big in the Parkinson's community. I think she does she does stuff like that. But yeah, maybe you should talk. Maybe we should have her on to talk. Ooh, that's a good. Hang on. All right. So we'll keep going. We actually had her at their uh, symposium a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, in Ohio. Uh, yeah, so she knows she knows Melissa. I've met okay. her, Rocco. Allison, if you're listening, we're gonna call you. Um, but how does your 
family or your son handle it? I think, like I said, I think I have to think that they all go through stages too. Initially, it was kind of a shock to all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Gabe is more on the ignoring it because he doesn't see it Mm -hmm. every day. Ignoring it because he doesn't see it or because he doesn't want to? I think probably because he doesn't see it. I don't have the tremor. I've never, I've never really had the tremors. Mm-hmm. More slow, rigid movements. And so he's seen that over the progress over the past few years. So yeah. it's nothing for him. It's not anything new. Because he's grown with it. Right. Um, my mom probably stresses more. I mean, my dad probably just, uh, <laughs> he's just kind of a, probably avoids it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a. The guy thing to do. Yeah, the guy yeah. thing to do. Well, I'm, I'm, so we do have a good support group at the gym. So those that, um, you know, if their spouse um, does come to the gym, the caregiver, care partner, has the option to come to a care partner group, which I think is really good. Um, because I'm sure that there's things that worry them or taught they, they discuss that they don't want their partner to know oh, I'm about. sure the frustration I mean, I mean we get frustrated with ourselves can you mm-hmm. imagine how much yeah uh, how much Derek how frustrating gets, we are yeah how frustrating we are to everybody else I wonder if I'm frustrating to him you are am I <laughs> <laughs> I don't do anything yet I know but sometimes I, sometimes it could be just something simple like you know getting dressed takes us longer Mm-hmm. You know, taking a shower takes us longer. Brushing our teeth takes us longer. You know, so those things there. Are your, are your eyes yeah. watering, Jess? No, I'm itchy. I don't want you to have watery eyes like me. I don't have watery eyes and I don't cry. Next. No. <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, I, I, the, this, the thing that's got to be hard is I do know, you know, with others that I've talked to in the Parkinson's community, that there are partners who ignore it. And yeah. that's got to be really hard. Like those that ignore it, it's like, you know, that's not, that it's not helping. It's not yeah. helpful at all. Like it's again, not that you have to like overindulge in something, but like. I, I would think just to be open to listening and talking about yeah. it. It's not going away. It's not going to get any better. Um, even if you take medication, it might get better. I guess I should be careful how I say that because it could, you know, you could get better, but yeah, um, it's not going away. It's not changing anytime soon. So. You know what I always compare it to? What? When we when we started, when like the whole COVID thing was happening um, a couple years ago when like everything shut down and mm. that's all everybody talked about on the news and your house, on the phone, like everything was COVID, 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 COVID. And it's like if you had it and then, then it, you would talk about it even more, but every day it was COVID. Yeah. And that's that was actually a good way that I explained it, I think, to my mom even. I was like, you know, this is kind of like how I think of with Parkinson's. Yeah. Like I said, the first year I had it, it just fully consumed my every thought. And my every thought was Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And I just woke up and was like, I can't do this. I can't live worrying about tomorrow mm-hmm. and my Parkinson's. Yeah. I mean, it did. It just consumed me. And but I think talking. Now, now I don't even think about it. Yeah. Except for this podcast. I mean, I think, I know, but I mean, <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, I think about it, but I don't think about it in the ways that I used to. Right. Like, I used to think, like, what is 10 years going to look like? What is 20 years going to look like? Right. I don't think like that anymore. I just, it's on my mind because it's like, okay, if I take my medication or, 
you know, what do I have to talk about next with at my next doctor's appointment? Um, you know, if I have any new new issues or something that I, you know, figured out or I don't know. Like that's yeah. the stuff I like to talk about or talking about things that I've learned. Yeah, I think I think that's this, what this podcast does a lot of. It teaches people things that we've learned mm-hmm. or we share what we've learned from doctors or professionals or books. Yeah. Um, I just feel bad for people who ignore it. But everybody does their own thing. Yeah. And I think joining a support group would be helpful. Yeah, no, like I said, I think that's the best thing about the gym. being Just being around other people and seeing other people str- thrive with Parkinson's is, mm-hmm. is um, inspiring. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay. That's all I have on that topic. That's all I have either. That's all I got. Two. So in our last 30 seconds, talk to your spouse um, or your partner or your family, kids, friends, whomever it may be that you uh, that you talk to the most and let them know if this is something that you want to talk about or just have a, somebody who listens and doesn't have to say anything. Um, but it's always good to have an outlet and make sure that they know that they can have an outlet too. There are support groups everywhere that I'm sure that you can find online, either on Parkinson's Foundation website, Michael J. Fox website. Um, There's tons of resources out there for people, for caregivers and for patients themselves. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast you are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.